G'day all, it's Peps, it's J-Dog. Round 20 is in the books and that means the Lace Out team are here to give you all the news, reviews and all the key takeouts of a massive week and weekend of football. I can't do this without my co-host Jamie the J-Dog Wallace, the absolute superstar who is going to break news and reviews every single week here on the show. I'm Chris Pepper, the 377-game superstar, and I cannot do the show without you listeners, and you can't have your weekly dose of lace-out goodness without Peps and the J-Dog. Before we get into it all, I have to welcome him on board. He was ranked number nine in the world in Ironman for his age group. He constantly says that never happened, but in our minds, it did. Jamie, <laughs> how are you, big fella? I'm good, Peps. I'm good. Peps, there's a big occasion happening in the Pepper household tonight. Do you it want is to a massive house. Listeners, yes, listeners massive, in? and it's not the Jack Viney result, which we'll get into very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. It is the Beauty and the Geek finale. It is on. It is as we have gone to live. I've sacrificed the finale for the listeners. That's how committed I am to Passion. the number one non-club affiliated podcast this side of the Westgate Bridge lace out because it's how you want. You are embodying Jude Bolton's inspirational words at the start of the year that we said we were going to follow. Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. So, buddy, what have we got on the show tonight? Because it has been a massive week and weekend of footy. What have you got for us tonight? Well, for the people who have joined us uh, new to the show, we have got our weekend wrap-up. We talk about what we got up to. We're going to look at the ladder, spin the magnets, the rising star, around the grounds, splash the cash, injury updates, listen to question, and then one week at a time. So big show, but um, let's get stuck into it. Peps, now you and I are cut from the same cloth, Peps. Can we, we agree are. on that one there? We are certainly cut from the live, live cloth. <laughs> Same cloth. Same loin cloth. The lion, the lion cloth. The loin cloth. We do not want to get in trouble with Peter on this show. We don't want to be cutting up loins or lions or whatever you said originally. Mm-hmm. Olympics. Was that just your weekend? Just watching the Olympics? I was trying to figure out why is everybody watching the Olympics? What do we love about the Olympics? And it simply comes down to this, I reckon. All the best sports, top of the food chain athletes, yeah. night after night, Hour after hour, it is just an extravaganza. It's like you don't even have to flick the channel. If I want to watch judo, I'll flick the app. If I want to watch karate, I'll, if I want to go and watch men's diving, I will. If I want to watch beach volleyball in the skimpy outfits, I can. And they're going to be the best of the best. There is nothing better. I love it. The best. Mwah. It is It is. It is the grand final of all grand finals for me, Peps. It's four years or whatever it is, five years this time around with COVID. And you're right. that You are looking at the ultimate, ultimate athletes duking it out for a, a little bit of gold, a little bit of silver, a little bit of bronze. And, I love it. And you can't get better. Like you think, of all, you think of all the classic sports that have dominated the Olympics over the last week. Yeah. Freestyle biking, skateboarding. Yeah, that can, that can three leave. Three-on-three basketball. Yeah, that can leave too. <laughs> Hasn't that just captured the minds and the oh, imaginations? No, you're right. You're right. Just, I, like, I, just like Turkey said all those years ago. <laughs> no, yeah. It's been great. It's been great. The swimming's been awesome. The athletics. I love the athletics. Yep. It's just everything, mate. I don't know what it is. It's just something about the Olympics that just turns us into experts. Yeah, and that was my weekend. Basically watching the Olympics and, and playing a couple of games of hockey over the weekend as well. So that was my weekend. Played a couple Pets. of games of hockey, did you? Yeah. Um, what about you? What did you up to, Peps? Not much, mate. Uh, couldn't do much due to COVID. Took the dog for a walk. Yeah. Uh, took it about a 25K walk down to East Keeler. <laughs> happened to be a football game, local football oh. game on at the same time. And so Convenient. I just happened to have a bit of a look. Lost the dog. 
oh. uh, and stayed and watched the footy for a bit too. But outside that, yep. watch the D's have a great win on Sunday against the Gold Coast Witches Hats. Uh, but besides that, just football, mate. Football and sport. Life does yeah. not get better than what nah, we've got. It going doesn't. Out. It you doesn't. Know, All right, Peps. People are suffering from COVID. If we could just once again, we say it every week, if we could just take a little bit of the COVID travesty that we're all going through at the moment just a little bit and just put a smile on your face for around about 58 and a half minutes exactly right exactly right we've done our job all right peps it's time to bring up the ladder and talk about who's ups who are the firemen and who are the molly meldrums all right so let us get up the ladder rightio okay so it's as simple as this the top eight we're going to get into that when we get to spin the magnets in a moment because mm-hmm. I don't think there are teams that still want to actually lock in a spot on the final. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Just when you think you could snatch a spot, you just throw it away. The doggies and the cats, equal points at the top. The D's are two points underneath. Massive percentage booster. It's not going to be really needed at this point of the year. It's going to be all about the points. Yep. Port Adelaide, uh, did they beat a top eight team on the weekend? Technically, no. no. We've also got the Swans. They are just just sneaking, aren't they? They're just sneaking sneaking at the end of the bed and they're going to jump and they're going to pounce on the top four. Brisbane Lions, they're shot. They're done for the season. Wet toast. What what did they serve up on the weekend? Shocking. And Fremantle, are they the real deal from Perth? I don't think so, but there is something beautiful cooking over there. They are on 36 points. Let's go through some teams. Mm -hmm. GWS. You'll fail. Essendon, you'll fail. Richmond, <laughs> you'll fail. Carlton, we can smell what you're cooking. They're only a game out. St Kilda, you'll fail. These teams had a chance to take a position in the top eight on the weekend, J-Dog, and they just went, we don't want it. We don't Pips. want it. Give it a frown. Do you want to do you want to uh, take care of the firemans this week or take care of the Molly Maldrums? Because I will, oh, I will take one or the other. I reckon... We should bring on the – I'll bring on the mollies, all right? All right. I'll talk about right. the farmers first. You talk about the farmers. Okay. I'll so this week we had some we had some movers. So Sydney up to fifth. Frio moved into the eight, as Pep said. Who wants that eight position? No one at the moment, it appears. Giants moved into – oh, no, sorry. Giants are down. I got that one wrong. Carlton up to 12th and then Collingwood up to 14th. Big win for Carlton. Nice little win for Collingwood against, uh, as Pep said, the West Wet Toast. And they're the, they're the firemans this week. Who are the Molly Meldrums, Pep? Oh, the Molly Meldrums. Oh, they know. The Molly Meldrums, they're the ones that fall down the ladder. Lions have dropped to sixth. GWS have dropped to ninth. Essendon down to tenth. Richmond down to 11th. St Kilda dropped to 13th. And the Suns down to 15th. The Crows down to 16th. It's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Meth toast, wet toast, it's everything at the moment. Unbelievable. Yep. But I tell you what, the chat is starting to go nuts at the moment. A couple of people that we haven't seen for a few weeks, their team must have won on the weekend. <clears throat> Lee McKenzie uh, is back. Having a go at the Ds already. Good to see Hawthorne getting some success this year. Top club, <laughs> Hawthorne. Hey, let's go and get rid of a four-time premiership coach for a guy that potentially will be a complete flop. But you Pet. know what? We're a happy team at Hawthorne. Do we have time for uh, do we have time for for burnout at the end of the show? Of course, there's time for burnout at the end of the show. All right, we'll go through this everything first, then we'll talk about burnout because if Lee Max on the show, I'm going to talk about F- about Formula One. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yes, burnout, burnout. All right, J Dog, 
All right, mate. It's time for the news of the round, and you know there's only I know. one person. Spin the magnets, my friend. Spin the magnets. Want to spin the magnets? Yeah. Let's spin the magnets. All right, spin the magnets time. We're going rapid fire tonight. So for people who don't know what spin the magnets is, it's simply this. We give our three votes to some cracking performances over the weekend, but there's also people who are going to be dragged. And to, to help us out with that, we're going to go to our two favourite, two favourite uh, people. First of all, I reckon we start, do we start, let's start with the good tonight. So I think it's okay. time to start with a bit of three votes action. So uh, just handing it over to our uh, good mate, uh, Mr. Demetrio. Can you help us out with that one, big fella? Three votes. What was that? Three votes. Rightio. Three <laughs> votes, J-Dog. Rightio. So I reckon there was a massive week of three voters across the weekend. Just some great stories to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about great conversion is great football. Carlton, okay. 18 goals oh, for. Essendon, 16-6. Sydney, 17-7. Yep. Beautiful goal kicking is exciting football, and that's what we want to see. We don't want to see these minimalist these minimalist scores, and we don't want to see these pointy-toity like Melbourne kicked 18 goals 20 against Gold Coast Witches hats. We don't yep. want to see that. We want to see bags, and we want to see accurate kicking. Yep. And to see that conversion, Carlton was the one that blew me away. When I saw that, I had to look twice because there hasn't been weeks where Carlton have kicked 18 goals in total. Mm-hmm. They came out and they fired up and they they turned it on our favourite mob. <laughs> and I hope I hope our friend Buzz is on tonight because they're going back to their old name when we go and drag them. <laughs> they're coming back. Um, Peps. Yes. You've got a BBB kicking four. Oh, BBB, big Benny Brown kicking four. Look, it wasn't, <laughs> look, it was against Gold Coast, all right? But it was the fact that he was able to get a bit of a score on the board. He was running around. He was contributing. They're the type of games you just get a bit of touch. That's all it was. It was just, it was not, good to see him come forward. Not sure if it was four straight. Anyway. Doesn't really matter if it was four straight. He kicked four. I think yeah. that was the same as what Charlie Dixon kicked, didn't he? Ah, uh, correct. But uh, yeah. how many, how many did, 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 Benny Brown spray? Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't Pep, really matter. It's, it's, it's the positives. It's the it's positive. The positives. It's the positive. And Lukey Jackson kicked four as well, too. So oh Lukey, yes. Very, very strong. Yes, we've spoken about Lukey Jackson. Strong nomination, who we think is a is a, is a young superstar in the making. No, don't throw no. He's a he's gonna be a good player. Don't throw the superstar around. You only hey, get the, you only get the title of, you only Peps. get the title of superstar. If people who get paid Brownlows or over 350 games. Well, like, yep, yep. All right. Lenny Hayes, superstar. Just good bloke. <laughs> All right. Um, Didn't Pets. win a Brownlow. No, a free on Richmond. Yeah. What a cracking what a game. game. What a game. What a game in the end. Free on <laughs> Richmond. Four points. It doesn't really matter. But Frio snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Mm. Andrew Brayshaw. Willed them over the line, yeah. and he will be their next captain. Yeah. Now, it, if it he, was yeah, it was spoken about on the radio a little bit too. Do you think that he's got a bit of Darcy Parish about him? Mm, no, he's got Andrew Bishop about him. No, no, Sheil and Smith being out of the team means that Parish had to jump in. Okay. Flourished. No five. Brayshaw's had to go in. He's flourished. Yeah, but Brayshaw has always had that about him. Yes, I know. Parrish this year is has been the one that's like just stood up no, stronger than a man. Stronger than a man on the blue pills. Too long, J Dog. Way okay. too long. Okay, but it's um, just really nice to see him. 
Can um, I just, just one little, little bonus one, Peps? Mm-hmm. We've spoken about him. You said he's never come back. I said I love footy because of him. Charlie Kerno. Oh, how many days out? 761 days. Jay, Comes back. No, you, you've done your maths, haven't you? Uh, just a little bit. Did you get a little bit excited when he kicked his first goal? How do you not love seeing him? Anything. Oh, I'm just happy to see. I'm just happy to see people who have come He's back from Kudafidi. Kudafidi is Bontepelli. <laughs> Big long name. No. Kuda Bontepelli. No, but it was good to see Kudapelli. And it was good to see Carlton get a cracking win too against Shit Kilda. They're oh back. There they goodness. are. Oh, Shit Kilda. Goodness. Oh goodness, haven't they drafted well over the preseason? Um, and can I throw one more in here? Sure, Peps. You know when the sun shines over a dreary day. Mm-hmm. Okay, the hate, you can see this, the sun through the darkness. Mm-hmm. Ajak Dor coming forward and just talking about his challenges from his suicide. I only thought there was one attempt. Apparently had multiple attempts. Yeah, right, okay. Um, sleeping pills and then jumped off the bolty. And just to hear him coming out and hearing his side of things and what he was going through, yep. massive eye-opener. It's actually got me maybe I might have a crack of picking up his book as well too and have a bit of a read because if, okay. if he's going to go into that um, – you're probably a little eye-opener to see that it's not all dollar signs and roses on the uh, AFL side of things. Might be worth a good read, but um, it's just good to see what he's gone through, coming back. He's over yeah. in Perth at the moment with the Ds, hopefully getting a game this week if Tommy Mack doesn't play. Yeah. It's either him or Wiedemann. I don't know who they're going to go with. Maybe give Jackson a rest, bring in Dora as the backup Ruckman. Yeah. See. But, uh, yeah, it was really nice to see something come out of that. Very good. All right, Okay, Pets. big man. Now. Here's the other thing. Okay. We have to obviously celebrate the good stuff, but we're going to have to talk about the bad crap. And to help yep. us out with the bad stuff, there's only one person that can help us out. There is. You know it's Big Ron. Where are you, Big Ron? Hell you off. Bloody weakest piss. All right, I don't, Ron. I don't know where to start, Peps, this week because oh, I don't know. You kick where. us off. You <laughs> kick us off because it was it – was, it even started before the weekend of football began. Uh, look, let's let's just talk about it, and we'll get it done, and then we can talk about something else. Let's talk about the West Meth Coast Eagles. Meth Coast, Wet Toast, whatever you want to call them. So, Ooh. a soldier of the club, Shannon Hearn, celebrating his three hundredth game, comes First up against player ever to play three hundred games for West yeah. Coast. Comes up against a let's call it VFL level. Collingwood team, and they were pathetic. Did you hear the theme song that they ran out to? (laughs) Did you hear the theme song they ran out to? No. (laughs) Knew that was coming. This was that is how bad they were. Yeah. What? What they kicked one goal before halftime. Yeah. Takes a special type of team to do that. We did it in a prelim. <laughs> but they were shocking. Yeah. Look, we're talking Collingwood, who really haven't said it a lot, but Robert Harvey seems to have taken the, the brakes off this mob. They've cut the reins and said, just go and play footy. And yep. they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't but, know what's going on. But with all that talent, are they just – are they too old? Are they too slow? They don't give a shit? Is they there, just don't give a shit. It, they realise that they don't you – know, Nick Nat cannot do it all. Darling has done nothing for so long. Kennedy is what's he gone to? Yeah, well, Gaff? Jack, Jack Darling, Gaff, oh. um, Oscar Allen, like he's they've gone all... backwards. He was a million dollar player at the start of the year. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think he I think was a bit of Gaff... show me the money. 
I think Gav's kicked like like eleven or thirteen goals in the last um like fourteen rounds or thirteen rounds or something. It's crazy. It's out of control, mate. They've got issues big time. The Simpsons game plan just not valid anymore. I don't know. Yeah. There's way too much to talk about. Do you reckon they'll make the finals? No. Okay. All right. You reckon they're going to drop out? I to Melbourne this week and you can't look. I don't want to say it, but I will. (laughs) I can't see them beating Melbourne this week if they turn up with what they did last week. Famous They're playing at home. They're playing at home and that's my concern. Yeah. Yeah. But. Jeez, they're, they're All right. Well, let's talk. Let, only sixty odd games ago, they won a flag. Well, let's talk about it. Perhaps let's talk about the next one. One of your players, stupid, stupid, stupid. It was stu- Jack Viney is stupid. Mind <laughs> you, he hadn't been playing that well either. I know he'd done some no. tagging roles, etc. But oh, here's the thing, J Dog. It was stupid. Mm. I just thought he was cleaning dirt off Sam Collins' neck with his elbow, just trying yeah. to clean him up a little bit. That's all that yeah. was in it. Yeah. What's, what what annoys me is you got Selwood ripping eyeballs. <laughs> you got Buddy throwing elbows. Yeah. Like this sort of stuff is happening week in, week out and getting nothing. And that you've got you've got you've got, you've got Bailey Fish um Fritch um throwing elbows at people's faces as well and got nothing for it. Yeah, you know, you're right. You are right. Yeah. yeah. It's crap. I don't I don't understand how they've come to this conclusion. It has to be only about the look. The guy wasn't injured. Didn't come off. The umpire didn't pay a free kick. There was no report, but they've said, oh, that's worth two weeks. It's, but if you it's, throw an elbow and you're number bit, 23 for the it's Swans. It's a bit grubby. It's a bit grubby. It, it's grubby, but is it worth two weeks? What was worse? Mm-hmm. What he did or what Buddy did? I don't I don't, I don't, don't play this what was worse game anymore with the oh, AFL. Because you know what? You don't want to admit it. Like, I, just, I just don't play it. It's a dumb game because <laughs> we will end up in a 20-minute cycle about this. No, we won't. Just say one or the other. Which was worse? I think I think Jack Viney's looked worse. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> the goal was on it the ground already. Worse, but there was nothing in it. I the reckon throwing the... elbows was well, worse. Well, he was. It, it hurts when people sort of like jam your head into the ground. It does hurt. Gaff broke Brayshaw's jaw, oh. and only got six weeks more than We're what he did. We're not talking about something from 15 years ago. I'm now, just are saying we? he got only six weeks more than what Viney did. <laughs> Disgraceful. All right, let's move on. Look at you. I've got I've got you worked up already. You've already you already worked up. I'm bloody worked West up. West Coast are gonna beat Melbourne this week, and next week you're just gonna lose your mind. Oh, doesn't um, really matter. You playing a top 18 this week, J Dog? <laughs> just stuffed. Um, Peps, let's probably talk about the biggest show, the biggest sort of bit of news coming into it, and we'll talk more about it in a second anyway. But the Clarkson contract. Oh, Jesus. Caro was right. What a Caro joke. was right. Car- now, I'm willing to put my hand up in Caro. You were right. I was wrong. I actually thought he would stay, but when you got two egos as big as him and Mitchell, I just love the fact that the People's Club have just said, you know what, we're going to push the guy out. We've got to keep Mitchell. You guys panicked. Jeff Kennett panicked. Yep. And you've made a massive mistake, and I hope it comes to bite you on the ass. Yep. It couldn't have happened to a better club. Yeah. So Hawthorne. You reap what you sow. And all the senior players had a bit of a suki la-la and went over to Richie and then Richie went to Jeff and said, <laughs> we're going to do something about this, and they did. Yeah. And you know what? Clarkson walks away with an extra so, mill in his pocket. Peps. Yeah, that, that's one thing. It's definitely the, 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 the cap crisis now is going to cause. them like a fiddle. I'm going to say. Um, so, I'm going to say. You make the move. 
You has, took me out. Has he cleaned his drawers out as of now or end no, of the season? He's still there. He's got three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Yep. Three weeks. They won on the weekend, didn't they? They had a good yeah, win. On the that's weekend. it. Kick out a winning coach. Good work. <laughs> works. It works for um Collingwood. Grand, grand oh, final. Oh, I'll tell you what. Premiers. Succession plans. Oh, <laughs> grand final coach. Boot him out. Um, stuffed up big time Hawks. Big time. Gold, Gold Coast. So it, it does open up an interesting conversation now around all of this, and we're going to talk about the news a little bit further. Mm-hmm. But the Gold Coast, they yep. just uh, – they they put Adelaide at – No, they really stunk up. Yeah, they really stunk it up. They were poo. There's, um, there's, there's crap. There's poo. There's ridiculous. And then go down another four levels and you might find what Gold Coast served up in the last six quarters of footy. Because don't also forget, they gave up 13 goals straight last week in the second half of the game and yeah. flowed into this week. Yeah. Something up um, right up there. And it's and it pains me. I've got a soft spot for them because I just want to see them do well because they've got plenty of talent. They just can't get it. And I just don't know if it's – I don't think it's due. I don't think it's the players. I think it's just Gold Coast. Why would you want to mm. play footy when you can surf and go to surfers every fort, every night? Like top totally golf. agree. All right. Let's and let's talk on. about – let's let's change tact – Let's talk about some really good stuff. Peps, the young blokes in our convers- in, in our competition. Mm-hmm. Who is this week's rising star, Peps? Rising star for this week, my friend, is Hayden Young from <laughs> the Fremantle Dockers. Eye-catching performance against Richmond. 23 disposals off half-pack at 91% efficiency. Picked him by four points in an absolute thriller. He was picked up by at number seven in the 2019 draft. Only managed five games last year. Has been going all right this year. Unfortunately, Nick, an ankle injury ended it. This year, played his first three games before suffering another serious ankle injury. Put him on the sidelines for three months. But he's come back, and it was his first back game back, and he played an absolute corker. And I know the D's had their eye on him, mm. and yep. they went with Pickett instead. So I've Pretty happy with that. But, yeah, he's he's going to be a bit of a gun, this bloke, I reckon. And you yeah. think they've got him, Sarong, Rayshaw, Chera, if he decides to stay, we'll get about that with a bit splash the cash. Yeah. They've got a nice little nucleus there at the moment. Not bad, and, not mind you, bad. can I say something as well? Sure. I should have put this in besides Super Sunday. How good was it to see the white anchor flowing again on the jumper of the free? Oh, ball? that was good. Oh. It looked good, didn't it? It's a, it's a good jumper. It's a good jumper. I know. Not as good it, as the Power Rangers job or your <laughs> lightning bolt one. That lightning bolt one's a piece of art. Oh, it's a piece of poo. Um, it, I know it doesn't doesn't help them with the wankers with anchors sort of thing, but that is a good looking jumper. Hey, you know what? If I was a wanker in an anchor and I looked that good in that jumper, pull away, boys, pull away. You just said that a few times in your lifetime. No. <laughs> Backfired. Oh, All right, Peps, All let's right. get into the news. Let's talk about Around the Grounds. Around the Grounds. Now, for Around the Grounds this week, there's only one person who can take us through it. You know who he is. It's Jamie the J-Dog Wallace. All go. If you're a Tommy, Brown, Morris, bugger off. Hutchie, <laughs> no chance, my friend. Uh, who else do you want to throw out there? Eddie. Schmetti, we've got J Dog. Well, Over Tom Brown has about, has about as much credibility as I do, so that's 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 equal. But he gets paid a lot more than what you do. It's we true, just deal, and we just steal his reports anyway. 
All right, Peps, the main man from Collingwood's gone. Chris Mayne has announced his retirement at the end of the 2021 season. 245-game player across the Frio and Collingwood Football Club, set to turn 33 this year, and has said, my kids are an age where I just want to uh, kick back a little bit and head back to Perth with my family my kids and uh, do whatever comes next after that. So Give not him a about three career. weeks of that of being home with the kids and he'll look and go, well, what an idiot. Well, he's probably got a nanny or something maybe. He's played, uh, he's played 73 matches for Collingwood, including uh, playing in their 2018 grand final team. Probably one of the most maligned players for um, a season or two there at Collingwood. Really got a hard time, got dropped to the VFL quite a few times during his first um, season and a half. But really has come back and has been a real uh, main staple of that Collingwood Football Club now since 2018. So Yeah, especially the first few... Oh, I remember when he first got drafted and they oh. got such a long contract. They're like, why would you have signed him up for so long? Yeah. Yep, so. Yeah. Yep, so they've got two young kids. They want to go back to Perth. That's where they're from. Well, that's where he's, where the family's from. Um, and basically wants to, uh, yeah, continue his life over there. So. This came up too. Apparently you have more credibility than me, J-Dog. That's understandable. You're a top guy, Jamie. You're the news man. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not true. He's, he's got a point. Jamie has got some. Good credibility on this show. You got to listen to him. Look so he's pointing out the obvious. So Peps, mate, uh, good on him. He good on him. Everything he gets, no, good on him. He's got the Not- and how, you know what? He's played footy all that time. Yeah, been through so much ridicule and still been able to keep keep those curls. No, oh. it reminds me of the keyboard player from Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's what he reminds me of when I see that bouncing lock. Yeah. I just drifted off trying to think. Just drifted off, are you? Um, so, Pep's probably not a bad time to leave it. I mean, Colin got to go, th- go through some crap in the next few months. And uh, if he was ever uncertain about his position, probably not a bad time to just call it, call it stumps. Well, you, now that Hawthorne have killed Clarkson's career, absolutely slaughtered him, threw him out, <laughs> took the premierships and now got rid of him, just threw him to the curb. Would you go to Collingwood or would you go to Carlton? Even though the T train hasn't been derailed, Oh, what are we talking about? We're going straight into the we're going straight into the Hawthorne stuff, are we? Uh, not yet. I'm just thinking. Okay. You just you're just, you're just thinking. Out. <laughs> just thinking. Good to see you're uh, listening to the show here, Peps. Good to see you're in the room. I'm in the room. Okay, good. Um, all right, Peps. A bit of news story here. Good story, bad story. I don't know how you view this person, but um, former Saints star Nick Delsano is going to coach the club's AFLW team. This is good news, isn't it, Peps? Or you don't care? I don't really care. No. Because all he'll do is talk about himself. <laughs> oh, really. dear. Well, all hey, he look. will do is, is all he will do is talk about himself. Hey, look, well done to Peter Searle um, for two seasons at the head of the AFLW team. But Nick Dalsano has said he's going to step in. He's been involved in the Next Gen Academy program anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to I've get involved. To it, take, it takes agates to get up and coach a team. Yeah, and to go back to St Kilda, especially after the way that um, they did a mass exodus there um, in 2013. But he went to Victoria's version of Gold Coast, which is the Kangaroos for a retirement fund. So he got an extra couple of finals out of it too. So I think he's got plenty to offer. Yeah. I just found it very much a surprise. You know, I'm, I'm throwing it out there to my St Kilda supporters. How will he go? You know more about Nicky Dell. 
Nick, um, Nick, Nick Del Brownlow, as he was known for many, many years. Wow. How will he go as a coach? On the chat, let us know. Drop us a comment on the Facebook page. How you think he, he has coaching? Coach. He was he was a head coach at he was a head coach at, at the Next Gen Academy. So he does actually have a bit of a bit of coaching now. But Peps has he coached be, in the AFLX though? Because uh, <laughs> that's where the, that's where his credibility would have had a bit of an increase if he dealt. You know, if he'd been a captain of the Mustangs or something along those lines. Um, no. Um, Peps, not sure. Because our show is um. It's quite a funny audience. I like our audience. They have a good laugh with them. Um, with Peter Searles um, leaving the club, so leaving the club, mm. it means that all 14 current AFLW coaches are now men. Okay. Anything about that? No? There's nothing to see here. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, it's just an know. interesting I point that I thought I'd bring up, Peps, because. We are a show that caters right for everyone. For the job, it's the right person for the job. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to just Simple make a point on that, Peps. Simple as it gets. Okay, all right. Um, I can't wait till Aaron Phillips become a coach. Something. Don't try and start controversy, Jamie. That's what I do. That's what I do. You don't do it well. All right. uh, Steve, leave it alone. So, uh, the twenty-six people have been appointed to the role, including Dustin, over six seasons. Just three: Beck, Goddard, Michelle, Cowan, and Cyril have been women. So, yeah, anyway, what are you trying to aim at here, Jamie? You've I'm, gone, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making it. a point, Peps. I'm What's just... your point? There's, is there not enough women? Do you think it's like sexist? Talk, talk to me about it. Like, no, no, can, no. Uh, look, keep going I, back to the well. I, I would look. I wouldn't mind to see some more women in the in the, in the league. That's all. In the in the coaching leagues. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, that's all you had to say. But don't try and start controversy. Maybe they just, <laughs> like men, maybe they just weren't good enough at the particular job. I don't know. Maybe they wanted some fresh experience. I don't know. Just stop trying to create controversy or it doesn't need to be, all right? It's what I like to do, Peps. You don't have Jamie. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about it. West Coast failure. Oh, wet toast. Can I just tell you something, though? Sure. I want to throw this out. Good on a uh, little fella who joins us on the chat and joins us as part of the show. Loyal viewer is uh, Nick Milne Race. Now, he had a bad night Thursday night with the Saints going down to Carlton. But right, he's dropped yep. up the Cougars. He's the assistant coach at East Keeler Football Club at the moment. It was a 1v2 game on the weekend, and they've won by over a hundred. Nicky Sarace Milne, awesome job. He's the guy who literally spins the magnets every single week for the Cougars. Good he one. wasn't a bad little player, but he's making a very, very good career as an assistant magnet spinner for the Cougars. And he might have a premiership medallion hanging around his neck at the end of the year. So it's great to see him on the chat. And I said I'd give him a little bit of a shout out tonight on the podcast. So there you go, Milne. That one's for you, my friend. Yep. Um, all right. Let's talk about West Coast very, very quickly. Very quickly. Where do you see them, Peps? Are they going to get far at all? Are they going to make it to the finals? Are they going to are they going to kind of fall out of the eight? What are you thinking? Um, if they because it was not just a small defeat; it was a forty-five point defeat against Collingwood. And consider the first eight goals of the game, West Coast. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> like, I, I, there's not much I can say. Where are they sitting? They're sitting. They're six. They're a game and a half in. So that's yeah. a, they're lucky that they're a game and a half in. Yeah. That saying, though, they lose to Melbourne this week. It's going to make it very, very difficult to, to stay there. Mm-hmm. They win this week. They're probably going to play finals, but they're just going to be making up the numbers. 
Yep. If they, mentioned um, a few weeks ago, should we make the final eight a final six? I don't know they'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. I think this year is going to be the first year where the top six teams are going to be schmick. Seven and eight are going to be average. Could you imagine if they then brought in the wild card weekend and teams uh, nine and ten played off for a spot as well? Nine and ten played off for a spot. How does so it affect the, the finals? First six make it. The first six make it. Seven, oh, eight, nine, okay. and ten play for that last spot. Right. Um, you can see it, but then you just get mediocrity. Yeah. Um, I'd, rather, Pips, I'd rather Essendon in than West Coast at the moment. Yeah. If the, if the Eagles do fall out of the eight, it's the first time they've missed the final since 2014. So be it. But here's the other thing that um, – <laughs> so that, well, What can you do? That, like, that's an amazing run. Well, six years in the final. was the last time Geelong last missed the finals? That's a run that you want to have a look at. Uh, yeah, Geelong is the absolute. When's the last uh, one the Swans missed the oh last year. Yeah, <laughs> all right, fair enough. But outside of that, they've got a very they've got an aging list. Their key positions at both ends are getting long in the tooth. They're going to be gone. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a challenge for them. Um, yeah, J Dog, what's going on here? What's happening? Who is the hot bald dude? <laughs> <laughs> Max King? Some someone by the name of Althea Maxwell has joined up on the joined up on the chat, joined up and said, Who is the bald hot dude? Now I can tell you now, it's definitely not me. It's Jaden Stevenson's dad. <laughs> uh, you have you have got you've got podcast groupies out there, J Dog. Well thank you. Uh thank you, Althea. That's very kind of you. The ladies, to say they that. love me. Um all right. Peps, did we see the resurgence of Steel side bottom? He has been thrown up as a bit of Collingwood bait this season. Oh, sorry for the uh, getting into the draft a little bit. What would you pay for him though? What would you? What would be the most you would pay for a Steel side bottom? It wouldn't be a first rounder. Nah, mid. It wouldn't be a high second round. You'd have to probably go mid to late second round. Yeah, mid for me. Like he's cream. He's cream. I'd love him. I'd have him at the D's. Yeah, because I need. We need a bit of cream. We've got. We've got a lot of brash, but we need that little bit of finesse. Yeah. A little bit like what they did with Higgins and Smith last year at Geelong. He would be well, nice. maybe, He's a maybe goal kicker as well. Maybe Althea's talking about still side bottom. I don't think he is. No. I think I think I think so. Um no, 33 I'm touches and a goal. They've got a few that they can get rid of. Maynard's another one who hasn't signed on. He's waiting to see who the coach is going to be. Yeah. He will be at Melbourne next year. That's been floated for quite a while. <laughs> oh, Jamie, I did. How many weeks ago did I say Richmond will not make the eight? And I got uh, you said at. that. You've said that from like round six. Yes, but then I went back on it about eight weeks ago for about a week, and then I went back into it. Correct. I told you they will not make the eight. Too many injuries. The hunger's not there, and Maynard will be at the D's next year. I'm telling you now. Um. All right. Uh, Peps. It's what we're all here for. All right. Let's move on to the next thing. It's what we're all here for. It's what, it's what you want to talk about the most because you just decided to jump all the news stories until this one here. Well, it was the biggest. Can you honestly tell me when you were sitting at home or at work or whatever you were doing? Yeah. And you get that message from your mate on the WhatsApp ding. chat or the message. Ding. As <laughs> often you read it and gone, Clark's and gone. You're the, what? Did you? What? How many times no. did you have to what? Nope, in Caro I trust. Oh, bull crap. The fact that he left stunned me, to be honest. I thought, yeah, mm. I actually, I literally thought he would stay. But just I said, I said, he, was, I said he would go. You said he would stay. I said he would go. I said he would go. I said he'd stay. Mm. 
Got that wrong. And all the people that had a crack at Caro saying that she was spreading rumours and false news, <laughs> fake news, fake news, um, stick it up ya, because she was right. Now, yep. they've made it. That's a massive call that they've made on this bloke. Yeah. Proven coach, being able to reinvent himself time and time again, four flags and you're kicking him to the curb. That's right. You've kicked him to the curb. Mind you, a couple of dollars in his back pocket for an untried coach. I hope he turns in. I hope, I hope this occurs. I hope he becomes, as Simon Trops has said, Sam Neil Mitchell. <laughs> that would be sensational. <laughs> Buzz, oh, the only I reason did. why Clarko made the call is because they were offering him a mill. He was a smart one. He played it to perfection. Okay. Um, the only difference well, they between have been an absolute sham what Hawthorne have done. The only difference between that one there is unless unless uh, unless Lee's going to sit down and tell me at the at the pub how much Sam I mean how much Mark Neal's going to uh, revolutionise the club on a Friday night drinking session. Sorry, Sam Mitchell will revolutionise his time at the club. Remember that Pep? That conversation oh, we had. Just give you, yeah. Mark Neal's going to. Take the players by the scruff of the neck, and he's going to hit them between the eyes, and he's going to be good for the club. <laughs> Did say that. <laughs> we all, we um, all have a, we all make a bad one. We hey, all look, have a I, bad one. I am prepared to give Sammy Mitchell a go. Jim I just think that Clarkson has absolutely played it perfectly, and there's a couple of shaky knees over at the Carlton landscape world because that all has an impact now on the Carlton decision. I reckon the decision's already made Carlton. But with Teague having a win on the weekend, which was a great win against Shit Kilda. It was a good win. Great win. Hey, um, another cracking Friday night game though, what, Pips. Carlton just <laughs> Carlton have the Carlton have the knack to kill coaches. Uh, yeah. But just because they bring in a coach like that does not mean anything's going to change. Mm. And I think I said last week that he's had the best winning percentage out of any coach oh, probably in the last six coaches. Yeah. Outside of Wayne Britton, who was only doing did it for a little bit. But out of the main coaches that they've had, he's got the best winning percentage. So I don't understand why you'd get rid of him for a coach who's been there less than three years. Good coaches come into their you know, their prime after probably four or five until he's got a team around him, the team that he's built. They're not playing that bad, Carlton. Yeah, they're a bit slack on the defensive side of things, but outside of that, they are not that bad. They're, they're a sneaky chance to play finals. Sneaky chance. Yes, with the win on the weekend. Yes, they they are still yeah. a mathematical so, chance. And the whole thing that they're not they're not playing for the coach. I think that they played pretty well for their coach and for themselves on the weekend as well. They did. So I, Pep's- I think I, I think you know they've they've chewed through Bolton. Mm-hmm. They chewed through Malthouse. Mm-hmm. They chewed through um, Pagan. Rats. Rats. Like rats had the best percentage, and they brought in all these other ones. What, what do you think Got the coach is going to make a difference? It's a massive culture problem down there at Carlton. Uh, well, I, I think, think I think I, I think, the, think I think the mobs we've tried at the to door bring now, in the isn't saviour, it? and it hasn't worked so many times. It's not going to work again. All right, so we got Carlton, Collingwood, and Suns. Mm, I don't Where, like that, do. Okay, who would you go to? I'd go to Gold Coast. So Stuart, you out? Yep. Another coach they've just blown through, much the same as Carlton. No. Okay. No. I. I, I um, Rocket Edge couldn't make it work up there. Rocket Rocket Edge probably wasn't the right one. Okay. 
Think, I think right. they almost need like they almost need to have like a, a Craig Bellamy type of coach. Isn't Rocket that, that's they, like that's that sort of style? That between yeah, the eyes, really that really mentory type of style, mm. the, the, the father figure to the players. That that's what they need up there. And if you go up there, you have the aura of playing for Clarkson with King Miller, Lacocious, Anderson, Raul. Ranking yep. when he gets a game again, like they need, they've got a young nucleus that could that could achieve something. They can. You, you've seen it. They haven't fallen off as much this year. Mm-hmm. Having someone like a Clarkson who wouldn't be under the bubble of Melbourne media, yep, instantly bring people to that club. Absolutely, and also much like uh, Sheedy and GWS will bring high profile to that club up in the Gold Coast region as well. Exactly right. And on top of that. There would be players who'd go, mm, I'm not too sure. Clarks, hmm, might have a bit there. Yep. I reckon I reckon they'd be the best one for him. And do you I don't reckon re- it would. And do you reckon there might be a bit of a um sneaky open wallet, much like Paul Ruse had when he went to Melbourne from yep, the AFL? Yep, and Paul Ruse has worked, hasn't it? For you guys? That worked. Yep, that worked. Yep, that worked. Well, not every club goes through. Uh you're still on the um, AFL take, so don't start. <laughs> don't get, don't get defensive, Cap. You get so defensive no, about when talking about Melbourne. About the money being thrown at Melbourne. Hey, There's more money being so thrown de- at Port Adelaide. You get so defensive. Of course, I'm sick and tired of my club getting shot down by nuffies like you and people on the chat <laughs> who I love tuning into the show every week. But you know, there's other clubs out there that are doing a lot worse than us. St Kilda are stringing money from the AFL left, right, and centre. GWS, Gold Coast, North, Western Bull. Should I keep going? All these clubs taking money. <laughs> Out year after year, you need to have some responsibility. And Melbourne finally got their pulled their finger out and did something about it. We well, only, it, 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 only it only took you seventeen tin rattles over seventeen, ma- 17 years, tins, mate, and, and not one tarp was thrown on our chairs. You guys, you Out guys asked money all the time. I'll go pay TM. You <laughs> the three ATMs that mob had around the country. <laughs> you know what, Craig Jones. Go eat your cheese and drink your wine, Peps. I-, I will. The only time that you will actually be able to do that, Port Adelaide supporter, is either on day release or parole. So you just sit back and tell your bloody son right. to shut up. Peps, before you start having fights, everyone on the chat here, the show, the show is coming wildly out of out of spin now because of you yep. getting upset. Um, Saints is my final team. Yep. Sneaky chance to lure Clarkson or not? <laughs> just on really? out there, Peps. Why would you go to St Kilda? They're a I'm burden t- on the league. <laughs> They're a burden just on the had league. A crack at everyone and now you call them the burden. They're a burden on the league. All they right. do nothing. Absolutely uh, he's got, nothing. He's got one more year on on the. He's got one more year at the Saints. Right, right. One more year on the contract. Not the first time that Saints have done this. They, they tipped out uh, blah, 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 blah. Walters. What Walters? Walters. What's his name? Grant Thomas. No, Scott Walters. Yeah, Scott Waters. Waters, they, they tipped him out one year early. Tim Watson, how many high profile coaches do they need? Could could they, could they tip out Rat and, and and maybe make a move for Clarko? We're talking again, we're talking about again, look at, the look best at the coach. List pro, look at the list profile. Yes, St Kilda have recruited for the now and it hasn't worked. But that's what go, Hawthorne go have done for the last ten years. Future. Go where there's a future. Gold that's Coast. what Hawthorne have done though. They've just topped up their list and kept them fresh, they're kept them relevant. But yeah, but they're not Hawthorne. 
They're far from Hawthorne. <laughs> I do agree with that. Look, it's just a, just a, another thing out there. I'll chuck in there, Pep, see your idea on the Saints and whether they could maybe nab the coach of the last him. 15 years. I can't afford him. Okay. Um. All right. Let's now – is any other any other news, Pep, you want to talk about? No. No. Around the ground's done. Close the book. Around the ground's done. Close the book. All right. All right. Let's talk about Splash the Cash. Go through oh, some Splash the Cash. Yes. Splash the Cash. Now, we're going to splash some cash, but before we splash the cash, we have to uh, get ourselves in the mood. Okay. To get us in the mood, we've got a bit of... Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Yeah, time to splash the cash. Contract news with the ching ching bling bling. CJ Pep Six track another mix. Alrighty. So, contract news for this week. It's actually been a little bit light on. We must admit. Mm. Uh, where shall I go to? Is this? Well, first of all, splashing the cash. Alistair Clarkson. He got a mill out of Hawthorne. Sucking. Cha-ching. Um, the Suns and Roos looking at Sam Wiedemann to support their forward line. Like it. Like it. I reckon he'll stay. But if they do go, I want a first rounder for him. We got Ben Carlton now. Are looking at a, Carlton are looking at Chera for 750 oh. 800 a year. Still there, aren't know. they? Well, he, he could be the new Zach Williams. <laughs> okay. Now, the Swans, the Swans apparently have got a bit of a squeeze on their salary cap at the moment. So watch this space for the following. Luke Parker, mm-hmm. George Hewitt, yep. uh, Dawson, and Dylan Stevens are four players at the yeah. moment that are being mentioned that because of the squeeze, especially Buddy's contract, 1.5 this year, looking at 900 next year. Yep. It's going to make it a bit hard for them to keep all these young guys, especially with people like Heaney, um, Florence, Papley's playing good footy, um, Logan McDonald, all these guys are going to try and keep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a squeeze somewhere. So there's a potential to probably pick a couple of them out of the Swans this year. Like it. But outside of it, there hasn't really been much contract news at all. No. Um, but with three weeks to go, you'll start to see probably some news, who's going to be leaving, who's going to be retiring, that sort of thing as well too. And some so, coaching news as well will be coming out soon around assistance as well. They're, they're yeah, coming out for the next uh, end of the month. Yeah, I think they have to give – so they have to do it by the second last round if they're going to keep them or not. They have to give them a month or, month or so's notice before yep. they can um, cut them. So stay tuned for some cuts. But I don't think there'll be that many because they literally had to cut them last year because of the soft cap slicing. Yeah. I can't see much more happening this year as well too, unless it is we're pulling him out and we're replacing him with someone like for like. I can't see many being cut and having a lot of rotation because there's just not that many jobs as there was 12 months ago. Yeah. Cool. All right, All right so let's talk about um, some injuries, Peps. There's the uh, <laughs> Splash the Cash. All right, injury time. Go for it. Yours, buddy. Any uh, music for my injury time or nothing for my show? Pardon? Nothing for my segment? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like it. All right. So we've got a couple of couple of clubs here. Essendon will be without Captain Dyson Heppel and youngster Kyle Langford after the pair injured during the Bombers game against Sydney on Sunday. 
Langford suffered a hamstring strain, is now expected to miss three weeks, while Heppel broke his left thumb uh, and is expected to miss only a week. Carlton faces the prospect of playing the remainder of the season without a recognised Ruckman with a pectoral injury to youngster Tom DeConing, further compounding the side's big man woes. Jack Did Silvani actually... his first Ruck contest on the weekend? Tell me about it, Peps. He literally stood on his... had his knee up on his <laughs> shoulder. He was that high. Yeah. I went to then get a second slice of pizza for Friday night pizza time. Mm-hmm. Came back, didn't see him for the rest of the game. Apparently, no. yeah, on peck. Jackie, Jackie Salvani uh, stepped in there on Friday night. Uh, he on Friday, didn't he? 54 contest after um, substituted. So, yeah, not bad. Just after half time, we went into the ruck roll. So, good work. Good. Um, Melbourne, Tom Forward um, will fly to Perth on Monday, but is a day-by-day proposition to play West Coast next week after suffering a back injury on Sunday. He was subbed out at three-quarter time, um, and I guess why not? You were 90 points up at the time, or 90.8, sorry, 98-point flogging against the Gold Coast, so you may as well take it on. And that was the only sour note that saw uh, Ben Brown and Luke Jackson kick those four goals. Um, <clears throat> and, a bit of, from, look, from, I don't think spending eight hours the day before in a plane was probably the good preparation for him. Yes. Apparently it was just, look, apparently it was just back stiffness. They took him off. There was no need to play him. The forwards are doing okay. If he's not right for this week, they can bring in Dorr, they can bring in Melksham, they can bring yeah. in Wiedemann as well too. The other Lots one who options. might look a bit dodgy is Christian Salem as well. This one hasn't been mentioned. Uh-huh. Ice on the groin as well might have a week off. So they've definitely got a lot of people in reserve to bring in if they need to because they haven't yeah. only used something like 20, 26 players this year, so it hasn't been okay. right. So there's, there's plenty of movement in there. Um but, yeah, against West Coast, having McDonald out there, because he, he actually plays quite well over there in Perth. Um, yeah. Won a game off his boot with about 20 seconds to go a number of years ago. It'd be a shame because he, he's, he's been in awesome, awesome Nick this week, uh, last, sorry, awesome Nick this year, and it'd be just a shame to sort of see him go backwards. So hopefully the back isn't, isn't too bad. Yep. And uh, finally, Greater Western Sydney captain Stephen Cognilio Cogs. Faces an uphill battle. Maybe he might not play for the rest of the season because uh, there has been complications with a rebuilt toe that ruled him out last week against Port. Um, he required surgery early this year to repair an ankle and reconstruct that big toe and has played a couple of matches in the VFL on it, um, but was a late withdrawal last week after experiencing some soreness in that uh, big toe. So hopefully he gets up for the season or That's to play some games. A buggered ankle and a reconstructed big toe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know the worst, the worst toe injury I've ever heard. Uh, a guy that I played footy with, Paul Butterworth. Few people in the chat would know him. Yeah, he used to be a, a strapper for a horse, right. and the horse actually stood on his big toe, and he had to he he got crushed that much. They had to amputate it. No. Yep. So no. Big toe. Now he's a horse trainer. Jesus. In Queensland. Epic. Yep. Epic. Um, Peps, that brings us to the end of the injury. So let's uh, let's dive straight into question of the week from last week, Peps. What was question of the week last week? Last week was nice and simple. What's the best pizza flavor? We oh. had some great responses. What is it? Fantastic we responses. Question back again, haven't we? We have. Uh, yep. So Corey Vandertuck has said double bacon cheeseburger, which I think is a Domino's creation. Yep. Jamie Lara said the tandoori chicken from Crust. Flaming Josh said the margarita buffalo from Clay Oven Pizza in Kensington. It's a bit fancy. On your side of the town there, Pips. Nick from the Porches Podcast has said Hawaiian with chicken. It's the only way to feast. Is that when they have pizza night? 
like once a month. <coughs> Hawaiian with chicken? Yeah, pizza night in Royal Port Adelaide Prison. Uh, <laughs> I guess stuffed. Andy Bridge said the wood fire pepperoni with shaved ham. Um, James Pate, uh, James Pate said the fire breather and uh, it's a Domino's pizza and that doesn't sound like a bad little wing. I don't mind a bit of a spicy pizza. JD McNair said pepperoni. Lee Moss said Mick and Mario's Aussie. Mick, I can Mick and Mario. Mm-mm-mm. An Good. East, an East Killer pizza. Hawaiian with prawns and mushrooms. Hawaiian with prawns and mushrooms. Okay. All right. Um, and Adam Walsh has said the Mexicana. So I like it. I like it. What do you pets. like? Um, look, I'm a classic. I'm a I'm a Hawaiian man with with pineapple, of course, on pizza. I like Hawaiian. Oh, yeah, of course. Or so, just just or just a meat lovers, barbecue meat lovers. They're my two. Oh yeah. What about a what about a, a vegetarian with uh, hot salami? A lot of people have those at the moment. <laughs> I'm not joking. A lot of what people, is that? Isn't that just cheese and hot salami? It's a vegetarian pizza, yeah. so you have all the veggies, but then you get the hot salami on it. Isn't that just a supreme? Supreme. That's what I thought, but no, it's not. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Peps, because we are because we are um, on the food questions, I got another one this week, Peps. So the listener question this week is. What is the best, mint sauce or mint jelly? So you're because this like has a, you mean, you mean, you mean, so mint sauce or mm-hmm. mint jelly? I don't call it mint jelly. I don't know what I call it. But you're talking about the one in the jar. You spray. Okay, correct. I'm talking about the either the because when you have a bit of lamb, I, I'm I love lamb mint jelly mm-hmm. or lamb mint sauce. Either way, depending on how you go. I was I was brought up on either the lamb and the mint. Now. The jelly has a very strong following. The mint sauce has its very own strong followings. I want to know what is best. But so on your lamb, mint sauce or mint jelly? Correct. Okay, so that's gonna it's gonna divide some people and divide some households. I feel peps. I definitely will. What um, are you a jelly? Can I ask what you are? Uh, now, or you want to ask me next week? Uh, just do it now. Um, I'm a sauce man. I'm a jelly man. <laughs> I'm a jelly mint man. Jelly, mint jelly is too sweet. Yeah, but mint mint sauce is. Not and you don't put cold on hot. You don't put cold on hot. I'm gonna make a bet. Um. All right. One week at a time, Peps. Talk about the game we're looking forward to each this week. Yes, one week at a time. Coming. So one week at a time. The game that we're looking forward to this week as we get into oh the last couple of minutes of this week's show. Look, J Dog. It's, it's going to be one of those interesting rounds because it's going to shape the finals again. And, and I'm just going to let you know what I mean by this. So okay. you've got the Geelong and Giants on Friday night. That's more for the Giants. Uh, can they still make the eight? Potentially. But I can't see Geelong losing that one. All right? No. But if we start to move down a little bit, you've then got – so you've got um, Richmond playing North. That's not going to be an easy game. No. You've got the, the, the showdown this weekend mm-hmm. as well too. Mm-hmm. Now the Saints play Sydney, so top team playing, you know, team for the eight. Yeah. Western Bulldogs play as the top team, team for the eight. Mm-hmm. Dockers are playing Brisbane, same thing. Weagles are playing Melbourne. So yeah. there's a lot of those teams that potentially could cause some trouble at the top part of the eight or sneak in as well. Yes, or lose. correct. So I don't actually think if there's one game, I think there's four games that I'd be looking forward to this weekend. 
Yeah, you're right. There are games that have implications at the top of the ladder, and also for those teams battling the eight. You exactly are exactly right. So they could they could you know shake up the apple cart at the top of the ladder, or derail their, their season for the rest of it. So it's going yeah. to be an exciting round. But if I had to pick one, I reckon the one that's going to get me a little bit excited, and I'm hopefully will be the Dockers versus the Lions. Yeah, good one, good one, real good one. Dockers real win. That, they're, they're in. Dockers win. They're in. My, my yeah. way of looking at it. Um, and will Brisbane slide? And continue Brisbane slide. Exactly right. Yep. Um, for me, could Adelaide be you? To... Could Adelaide be you? Uh, I'd hope not. God, I'd hope not. No, I don't think so. No. Nah. I think so. I think, put, I think put Adelaide, we're getting Robbie Gray back this week. So we're starting to get the troops back at the right time of the year, which is helpful because the three, the three, the holy three were sensational last week against GWS and, uh, if we add Robbie Gray into that team as well, it's looking good. So I am uh, I am uh, looking forward to the showdown. Crows versus Port Adelaide in front of a crowd, maybe, maybe. Be, yes, but it is going to be played, J-Dog. It is going to be played. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. <laughs> that's what's going to be played. It's going to be played right in front of me. Yeah, I reckon that's going to be a nice one as well too. But, yeah, plenty of cracking games. We've got Monday Night Football is back due yep. to COVID. Hey, can I just quickly throw a quick shout-out here to the yeah. AFL? They got completely screwed on Sunday, and to be able to swing everything like they did, yeah. I should have put that in. I should have put that into my uh, my votes for this week. You know, we give the AFL a lot of stick. But they were yeah. able to turn the season around on on a, on a dime on Sunday. So for the teams who were able to adjust, um, and also for the uh, for the AFL on the grounds to, to get that all all right, um, massive massive undertaking. Yeah. Um, Peps, well, let's just kick. Let's just uh, let's just do our, our final little wrap up of the show quickly. Thank you to everyone who has joined us today. We've got Charlie Keegan in the room with us. We've got Amanda Walters. We've got Buzz, who's always there. We hey, had Max Lee Mack earlier. Us. We've got uh, hey, Maxwell. Yeah, Maxie was here. Rue Boy was in here. Trops was back against so a lot of the old favourites. But if you've never joined us, eight PM Australian Eastern Standard Time, we're live on Facebook. Put a face to the beautiful voice you're listening to right now. And there's also Jamie. <laughs> but join in. Get on the chat. Be part of the show. That's what it's all about. We're a community here at Lace Out because we know it's how you want your footy. All right. Peps, that's, that's it. it for the show. We've gone, we've, got, we've gone through it all. We've gone through it all. So it's a massive show. Look, we'll be back on Thursday night, our tipped out segment. Only three weeks of footy to go. So enjoy it for what it is. Hopefully after this weekend we'll be able to go to the games and see our teams live, potentially for the last couple times for the season. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be finals time, baby, and that's when the big boys come out to play. And J-Dog and I are the biggest in town. So stay tuned because we have got massive final previews coming up. Lots of things to just share with you. We can't wait for it. So we'll see you on Thursday night. Enjoy your footy. More importantly, J-Dog, how do you want <laughs> your footy? J-Dog. <laughs> Sly dog, J-Dog. Sly dog, um, dog. You called Tom Mc. Tom McDonald, Tom McPlayer before. No, did I? Oh. But I'm well, not going to hold that against you. No, it's fair enough. Um, Peps, I like it. Lace out. Have a great week, listeners. We'll see you on Thursday for tips. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.